Welcome back, everyone. Mindshift episode 11. We are coming back to you after our relaunch, after our rebrand. Uh, we've got our new logos out there. We've got this podcast back up and running. It's actually the first time John T, who's with me over there, is, uh, you know, it's the first time we're filming again, just us two in about seven months or six months. Yeah, John been, T, am I it's correct? It's been a long time, eh? I think, yeah. yeah, so we had the Sibs episode not too long ago, but, you know, we've been quiet, eh? And I think it's just been such a busy few few months. Um, we lost a bit of momentum, but I think we used that time quite wisely, eh? You, you were prepping all the, the YouTube videos, um, yeah. prepping all the content. Exactly. Um, I think it's, it's nice to come back with a fresh, fresh start, um, and we've got some cool episodes planned. So looking yeah, forward 100%. To, to what's ahead, eh? Yeah, we're definitely getting back on on the correct uh, track, and you know what an episode what an episode to start off this new sort of resurgence of our content. We are literally just going to be riffing on random stuff. So I'm shout out to Kevin Rose and Tim Ferriss. I'm uh, in the podcasting world. If you don't know who they are, then you need to go find out um, because <laughs> no, they basically. No, come on. Tim Ferriss. He's like, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> so they sort of pioneered this, this, the show. I listened to one of the episodes in like September. It was probably like the third or fourth or fifth time they were doing it, but they basically called it the random show where they literally just talked about everything and anything that was interesting to them. Like what, what in, it wasn't like business or anything in particular. They literally just talked what's going on in their life, um, what's interesting them? What have they been reading? What's happening here? Something that caught their eye. So we are taking, we are stealing the idea from, for the random show, but doing the mind shift edition. So it's the mind shuffle episode number one, but mind shift number 11. So yeah, it should be good. I think it's, so it's a good way. It's a good way to get the momentum starting again. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Just, and, and, and like a little bit, a little bit of a life update, you know, what, you know, uh, people haven't seen us uh, in an episode together in a while. Well, I mean, we haven't done something like this, just us two on a Zoom in a while. So it'll be cool to to get back to uh, normal proceedings. John T, start us off. What's interesting you at the moment? What have you been reading? What's happening in your world? How's life? Anything? So, yeah, life's good, hey, I must say. It's, you know, December coming to the end of the year. Um, I'm looking forward to a little bit of leave at the, at the end of the year and, you know, enjoying the festive season with some family and friends. Uh, and obviously summer's coming back in Cape Town. So also, also stoked to, to hear that you'll be coming down uh, later in December. So we actually planning, we're probably going to plan a little in-person episode. It's going to be our first podcast in person. Oh yeah. Um, that's going to be, then gonna be we're going to, we're going to be getting real wild when that happens like that. We're going to have yeah. to plan a super special episode. Just make sure you bring <laughs> uh, your fancy new podcast speaker. With oh that. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm bringing my setup <laughs> proper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to, I need to catch up on the setup, but so I actually, you know, I thought I'd bring, a, you know, I had a little bit of an interesting topic that I thought I wanted to chat about um, in this little episode. Um, so I think it's quite uh, relevant to this year, like what's going on in the world. Like we've spoken a lot about this year and the difficulties and challenges. Um, and I thought this uh, topic is, is kind of in line with that, but it, it focuses on, you know, how to deal with, with change, uncertainty, like 
anxieties and pressures that, that you face around you. So it's actually from Stephen Covey. Um, if I, yeah, his name's correct. He, he wrote the book, Seven Habits, Seven, what's it? Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yes. Um, Have you been reading that? Have you been reading that recently? Hey? I haven't actually been reading it lately. Okay. Um, it actually popped up in a, I can't remember where it popped up, but anyway, I was reading about a certain um, topic that he mentions in the book, which is your circle of influence and your circle of concern. It's, it's quite a cool um, principle. Uh, so basically what it is, is in life, you have like a big circle of concern. So like, this is everything that could like worry you or concern you, right? So it could be, you know, the economy of South Africa, the global economy it could be, I don't know, like a hurricane, like affecting you, like all external circumstances, like anything that you could be concerned about that falls into your circle of concern. And then within that circle of concern, there's another circle that's called your circle of influence. Okay. And now this is everything that you can be worried about, but that you can control so that you could have like, you could like have a response to it. And so like Stephen Covey refers to proactive and I think is it, is it reactive people? Um, yeah, well, I mean, I've, I, this is so funny that you're actually speaking about this because I, I've started reading, well, I started reading earlier in the year, the seven habits of highly effective people. Um, oh, cool. And I think his first, his first habit is be proactive. So I, I'm not clued up, but it's just funny that you're speaking about that. I'm also in the process of reading that book. Yeah. So, so, so what I thought was really cool is like, you know, it's so easy to worry about things that are outside of your control, right? And so this model is just about putting things into perspective of what you actually can control, right? So there are certain things that you can worry about that um, you can actually have an influence, influence over. And so like how you can do it is you can like set up, like draw it on a piece of paper, like circle of concerns. This is everything that I'm worried about now. And then within that, you could have your circle of, of influence. And what you could do is you could put things in that circle of influence that you can actually change. And suddenly your worries become a whole lot smaller because you can be like everything that's outside of the circle of influence. It's, there's no point in worrying about it because like, what can you do to change it? And so I thought that model was really cool. I think it's quite, you know, uh, appropriate with this year, like COVID. Um, I think, you know, how COVID affects the economy. You can't worry about that. How, you know, getting COVID, maybe you can put that in your circle of influence because you could be, you know, more cautious, you could wear your mask, wash your hands, you know, social distance, etc. So maybe that can fall into your circle of influence, but you know, certain things you can't actually worry about. So that was just a cool model. I thought like it could, it could be quite applicable to, to, you know, everyone's life. It's definitely been applicable to my life. Um, so, so Jonty, then a follow-up question then would be for me, how, how have you then been applying that in your life? Um, you know, for someone who's, who that maybe sounds all good and well, and, uh, but maybe could you, if you, if you want to maybe give an example, have you applied that in this, this last week or, um, cause I'm going to bounce off this after you, um, this literally leads into my other point that I wanted to bring up. Yeah, I think, you know, like with COVID, it's, you know, it's also about framing it like that. So yeah, that can fall into my circle of influence. Um, you know, like things at work, um, you know, how, how my boss is going to, you know, see me or see how I've performed is completely out of my control. All I can do is perform my best and give my best in what I do. And so that falls into my circle of influence and worrying about, you know, other external things that I can't 
have an impact on. Uh, I can't think of like more, you know, topics or I mean, ideas or applications of it um, offhand. But you know, that's kind of how how you could apply it in your life. Um, mm. So I mean, maybe you could think of a few examples that that are affecting you at the moment. Yeah. So I mean, it's a pretty fundamental. I I really like this. Just. To- spend a bit more time on it it's a it's a really fundamental way to think of how to deal with things in life like positives and negatives and um just to keep just to control what you know control what you can control and focus on what you can control which has been huge for me this year um and uh in you know pre and it's something i've had to learn is not to worry about what what's going going on but i mean to sort of uh, lead on from that. I wanted to sort of touch on what I've been going through and it's, uh, it's been, it's been a couple of, and it definitely ties in. I, I will bring it back to, uh, in the end, um, to your point, Jonty, about the circle of influence. But what I've been experiencing, um, this year, and of course it's been a weird year. It's been a tough year for everyone has been a lot of ups and downs literally if you think of a sign graph like that's been me you know with with moods and just feeling happy about where i am and and sometimes not and just being overwhelmed with things and um you know it's a lot of different factors uh, i don't think we have time for me to go into a whole story but um uh, a, a quick story would be even uh this this week was on Monday and Tuesday. I was just feeling, and it was maybe coming off a bit of a high from relaunching the podcast and getting all of that out there, being so stoked with that. And then just going back into a Monday, another week of work, another week of lockdown, um, sort of being stuck in the same routine, um, sort of maybe overwhelmed me a bit. I felt unmotivated. I just, you know, when you go into, I don't know if Jonty, if you've ever experienced this, but if you go, when you really go into that negative place of like, you just completely unmotivated, don't feel like doing anything. Like it's it's just like complete hate, just just like hating the world and just like feeling hopeless. That's literally the the best yeah. uh, sort of description I can I can put on it. And um, how I, it's so funny how I actually came out of that. And I and I wanted to talk about this because I I think it can be very applicable to other people. I imagine a lot of people are going through this where you may be stuck in a lockdown. I know South Africa is quite chill, but you just might be feeling overwhelmed with how things have gone, how things have played out this year. Uh, Obviously a lot of bad things have happened this year and, um, or just in general, I know like if you, someone like me, you, you probably put a lot of pressure on yourself. You probably your biggest critic, you are constantly wanting to perform at a hundred percent and always get or sort of dejected when you're not uh, spending 18 hours a day working or, you know, pursuing your dreams or like you even, you even get unhappy when you don't like exercise for a day. Um, So this applies to anyone who's exactly like that. And I I don't believe I'm the only person, Um, you know, you just, I, I just found that, this week. So I had that on Monday and Tuesday. I just felt down. I was like, Oh, I hate, hate the world. Nothing's going my way. Is it, what's the point of this all even like, and you just like, you just feel so negative, you know? And, and, and it's almost like I, I even wrote a short LinkedIn comment. I think it was this week saying that it's almost nice. 
it's almost nice to be in that mode, you know, to be in that mindset. It's like, you just want to stay, you want to stay in there. And like, if any, if any good news comes across, you're like, no, it's not, it's not, it's not, I can't, it's, it's weird to describe, but it's like, it's almost feels nice to just stay in the negative and like hate everything and just be demotivated. But how I got out of that, it was so interesting. And um, obviously this, this is, we, you know, we're coming fresh off the release of the Sibs episode. Sibs actually posted his teaser for our episode on his Instagram. I saw that. I went on to Instagram because I was just being completely like procrastinating and whatever. <laughs> went on, <laughs> I went on and I saw his post and I was like, oh, flip, like light switch. And I was like, you, okay, this, this is insane. Like, this is actually real. Remember the podcast. Remember how cool this podcast thing is you, you got to do. You got to like, you got to now like share that to your story and promote it. And, and like, just remember how, so, and like, I just told myself to remember that, how much I enjoy doing this with you, John T. And, um, and I'm, I'm actually really, really, really stoked that we are, that we are here doing this again. Uh, just, yeah, just me and you. Yeah. So it, I don't know. It just takes a moment. It just takes a moment like that to lift you out. And, and that wasn't like, that didn't come from my own engineering of that situation. It sort of just popped out out of nowhere. And something I've learned from earlier this year, back in June and June, May and June, when things were really uncertain in the UK, like lockdown was in full flight, we didn't know when we were getting out, is you can't fight stuff like this. You know, when you, I've, I've realized that you can't fight how your emotions play out and how you feel. If you're not feeling 100% on the day, it's okay. It's really, it's really not a problem. Just learn to sit through it, learn to live through it. And you will like, if you go to sleep and wake up the next day, you will feel better. Like think, and, and we can go into so many things about getting exercise and, and eating correctly to lift you out and just not, not sort of feed the negativity cycle. But I feel like such a big point is just to, especially when things are so uncertain and I'm bringing it back, I'm bringing it back to the circle of influence, focus on what you can control because what you can control ultimately makes you happy. Not what, uh, Cyril or Boris Johnson is doing in Parliament, that's always going to make you unhappy because it's never going to be what you, exactly what you wanted want it to be. Um, also, with putting out stuff on social media, like that, the only thing you can control is putting out content, posting, replying to everyone. You, you whether that post goes viral or not, you can't control that. So it should uh, it should I mean, be in your concern. You, you can't control what other people are going to think of you, right? Um, exactly. And so, like, getting back to that, like, social media, everything, like, even with this podcast, right, we could, you know, like, even if, you know, we're we posting episodes that like, maybe aren't the best or we're posting great episodes, like, there's always going to be someone, and we had this chat with Sibs, there's always going to be someone who's not going to like or is going to have a different opinion or is not going to maybe like your content or your vibe. And so that's completely outside of your control. So should we worry exactly. about it? No, there's nothing we can do. All we can do is give our best and yeah, like put the content mm. out there. So John T, we, we were, it's so funny to everyone. We were literally talking about this, like uh, before we came on the call, uh, before we started filming this is that like people, you know, people will judge. Jo so, uh, so there's a certain amount of people who will judge John T for ha like having a zoom background like this, you know, um, you know, for people who are watching the video and you can see, uh, having an artificial background or whatever, like it's lame or whatever. Um, should we, should we give, uh, give those comments time or those thoughts time? You don't, 
we don't even know if people are saying that. That's just a manifestation that's happening in our head. That's, and it comes back to what I was talking about, about self-doubt, that, that, that's a creation of your own consciousness, um, that people are saying things behind your back. And as Sibs would say, because we're talking about episode 10 so much, they're not putting food on your table. So you shouldn't, you shouldn't be bothering, you shouldn't be bothering with those opinions. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree, man. John T, what else? What else is, uh, let's carry on this riff. What else is interesting you at the moment? Yo, to be honest, hey, I only came with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can pick up, I can pick up, I can pick up. If you know, like, just as a lead into that, if you notice that how I was talking about like manifestations of the, of the consciousness and getting quite deep, it's because I've actually been reading, um, been broadening my horizons in terms of the books I've been trying to read. Um, and another point that's been interesting me is, is, is my approach to reading and like reading books. And um, I have a, I brought a little show and tell right next to me. I've got a pile of books that I actually want to go through. So first thing, okay. Because this is a business podcast, I have to show the standard one. So I don't know if you guys can read that properly, but that this book is called The 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing. We were talking about Tim Ferriss earlier. Shout out to him again, because I got this recommendation from him. Um, it's great. It's really great. It's like a, it's basically a contrarian view on everything you should do in marketing. And it applies, it was actually written in the 90s. It wasn't even you know, the internet was a fl was fledgling at that time. So it's, 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 it sort of transcends time in the fact that these laws apply so much to an, in, an age of internet marketing and everything else. So I've actually used some of the tips in, uh, in, you know, marketing for this podcast and, and sort of how I'm approaching social oh, media cool. stuff, which is, which is really cool. So uh, a good read for anyone trying to get a different view on, on marketing and sort of, if you're not familiar with marketing, if you don't have a background, like John T and I actually don't have a formal background in marketing. It's a really good read. Um, especially chapter two, if you're trying to start, last point on it, if you're trying to start something like a podcast, the law of category, which is chapter two, is very, very important where you position your podcast. And if you notice what, how we've sort of branded this podcast, it, a lot of that has sort of been, been applied in that. So give it a read. It's very cool, but sort of going completely left, completely left field for me. So I've been reading this book as well. It's called making sense by Sam Harris. So John T, do you know Sam Harris at all? Why does the name sound so familiar? So he's, he's like a neuroscientist. He's, he's very intelligent, very highly educated. Um, like oh, of so, course. he's he's got waking up by yeah Sam yeah yeah the, exactly exactly the, the waking up app the yeah. waking up app yeah, yeah and i think there's a book i think there's the book app, i think there's a book i haven't actually used it i haven't actually used it um that's oh, brilliant yeah the, the approach to to meditation it's, it's okay yeah, that's that's really interesting so yeah and you know you know we were talking about like you know my voice with the microphone earlier like that guy has a seriously soothing voice. Hey, I don't know if you've no, listened does, to his eh? podcast or yeah. Um, so anyway, this making sense is actually the name of his podcast. So this is a transcription of his podcast where he's transcribed uh, about, I think it was about 20, 20 conversations that he's had with his top 20 guests. 
super, super interesting, like no, not business at all, not, not content that I'm familiar with at all. Very much about like philosophy, views on life, morality, ethics. And it's a very challenging and very, very sort of expansive book, which I've had, which I've been reading very slowly in about two months. I've read about 70 pages because every word is just like, I have to look it up on Google and it's just, it's very cool. So, um, and you know, I probably should have said this last cause now I'm going to go on a huge tangent quickly before I do that. This last book I've been reading is called grit by Angela Duckworth. It's about why passion and resilience are the secrets to success. So I've been very, I've been loving that book. It's really cool. It's basically her whole book is making a case for why effort, um, effort being or effort slash grit being passion and perseverance, why those two variables matter more than talent. So she has a whole equation. Her whole theory is based off an equation where she says that someone putting in, I'm probably going to botch this, someone putting in twice the amount of effort for someone who's times one times one uh, amount of talented is going to get the same results as the, that person who's more talented and more naturally gifted at a, at a task only by putting in more effort. So it's, it's really cool. And like, uh, as someone who's always doubted their talent, someone who has a lot of self doubt, I can definitely say that this has given me so much confidence to carry on putting, putting in effort and that effort and grit are two different things. So grit goes into passion and perseverance, passion being, do you love the thing that you're doing and can you be consistent with it over a long period of time? Perseverance being, can you push through something? Can you push through an obstacle that you're facing? So those two variables put together equal grit. So it's a really good read for those people sort of wanting to, to make a case against why talent only is, you know, is the only thing that matters. So that's super cool. And John T last point on the whole book thing is, uh, I know I'm taking up a lot of airtime here is that, um, basically I, I think I've changed my sort of thesis and this is my thesis on reading books and my attitude and my, my sort of approach to reading books. And this has come a lot from, uh, sort of people I've been consuming and, uh, different reading and, and, and thinking about it more is, is more of this viewpoint that we shouldn't treat reading, sorry, we should treat reading like we treat social media or movies or, or online articles or anything, any other sort of media that we consume TV or whatever series on Netflix. We shouldn't, we shouldn't have to start a book from page one and finish that book. And only once we finish that book, then move on to the next book. I think this is a thing that's been instilled with us. And I've realized this only after hearing it being told to me there. It's so true for me is that my attitude to reading, and this has been installed in me since school is that we have to read a book from start to finish. And only once you finish that book, you can move on to your next book. So what I've been trying to do is jump around between these three books. There's another one that I'm reading. That's uh, that's in the house as well. Um, and just, 
I'm finding a lot more enjoyment out of that because it's not like a, it's not like this. It hasn't, it stopped being that sacred thing where I'm like, I have to. It takes the pressure off. Yeah. It takes the pressure off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It takes the pressure off. And also it hasn't become, it's, it's now not the sacred thing where it's like, Oh, reading, like I have to finish this book. And like, you know, even if you're not demotivated, you have to like push through and finish the next 300 pages. Like, no, you know, if I'm not feeling this book, say for example, like I'm not in the right mindset to read Sam Harris, that very deep conversation about how, uh, will it be morally acceptable for a robot to work next to you or like where, because those are the sort of conversations that they, that they're talking about. It's, it's so it's mental. Um, you know, if I'm not in the right mindset for that, then I don't have to read that. I can read something else, read something lighter or, so I'm really, I'm really actually enjoying that. Yeah. I'm really enjoying that. I'm really enjoying that approach. Mm. Yeah, I also yeah. love doing that with books. Mm. Yeah, just jumping around. Dude. Have you I always done really that, Chanti? Yeah, to be honest, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm I'm quite sporadic with my reading. Like I'll open a book, read, um, then I like skim through, like jump through different chapters, like go to the chapters that sound interesting, and and then like eventually I'll finish the book. It depends, though. like it really depends. But I like that idea because like if you're not in the mood for like a very technical book or something, then you can jump to another book mm. and read mm. that. So I like, I like that. Um, and it's like, it takes that pressure off where you're feeling like, Oh, I have to finish this book now. Um, or that I have to go from start to finish. So that's a cool Yeah. Thing. And also if you, if, if you sort of just like looking, yeah. And like, it does come to your mindset because like if you're in your, in your mood, because if you feel like, uh, I want to, I, or like, I need to get a few, I need to get inspiration from somewhere. And I know that re- reading this business or marketing or marketing book is going to get me that inspiration, then read it. And and like the other thing was also uh, starting from like page 53 um, is also cool. Like just start from a random chapter and see where it takes you. Um, so I really like that idea. I, I think it's, it's really changed my outlook to reading and, and I'm, and now I'm excited to read when I, when I do read, I'm like, cool, let me, let me just choose out of all these books I do have to read. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really cool. And that brings us to the end of mind shift episode 11, our first ever mind shuffle. I hope you enjoyed this new concept of an episode that we tried. Uh, I think we'll definitely do more in the future. Jonty and I have some really cool random ideas. So I I really like the concept of us just riffing on random stuff that's going on in our lives and things we are finding interesting. As always, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts with what you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy. It helps us so much to improve this experience and follow the podcast to get all our latest content we're coming in with some really cool stuff soon till the next mind shift everyone see you then